This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, Overwatch fans are upset at the latest news regarding Blizzard's announcement on PvE for the game. NetherRealm announces the rebirth of Mortal Kombat. Then, in our final stage, I give my full thoughts on the record-setting Nintendo blockbuster, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All this and more in this record-setting edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to an exciting game-filled edition of Select Start, the video game podcast for ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, and before we get into any news or whatever, major, major thanks and major congrats uh, on our in order right now. One, major congratulations to my man Megaran, aka Raheem Jarbo, and his lovely wife and his new kid. He just fostered a really cute newborn. Um, well, he's not exactly a newborn, but he's been with them for quite a while, 18 months to be exact. And you know, they had to go through the foster system. They adopted, uh, which is awesome. My wife is also adopted as well. And, uh, you know, people within our family is also adopted too. So, you know, really big on adoption here. Adoption is very important. You know, there's a lot of kids out there that needs homes and need love and who better than to have it than the Jarbo clan. So congratulations and welcome to the family, young Zion, who, uh, we're going to see brighter days for him and he's going to have a lot of fun <laughs> being with him of all people. So it's awesome. Congratulations to the Jarbo clan for that. Want to give another big uh, thanks and appreciation for Game Chops. If not for them, I would not be able to have as cool of music for this very episode in which I will be able to play Zelda themed music all through this episode. So shout out to you guys uh, out there and shout out to my man, DJ Cutman for always lending his gifts and talents and, you know, and talented people of Game Chops. Folks, uh, you hear it at the end of the of the uh, show every time, but I'm telling you beforehand right now, if you like really awesome beats, you know, retro beats to your favorite video games, go check out GameChops.com. It is awesome. This whole entire episode is going to be laced with game chops zelda themed music particularly from one of my two of my favorite albums um bago and the Riverman, and of course um meow meow and bow wow so like that actually meow meow and bow wow was when i first met dj Cutman. he uh it was his album release party and i interviewed him a long time ago i think this was 2013 and we connected ever since i mean this dude is dope like him and everybody he's associated with in game chops are awesome and they get like he's they get millions of streams they get up to at least over a million streams on spotify on their music and just as many at on on uh youtube as well like 
they make music for gamers who need to be mellow when it's time. Like there's always music to chill with and music to jam with, but it's all based on your favorite, you know, games of the past, Mario, Zelda, you know, uh, any virtually anything Nintendo and Sega, pretty much. They are they have it there. So, you know, go out of your way, check it out. But, you know, shout out to him and everything that you hear, all the music that you hear on any of my shows are from GameChops.com. So it, it with the exception of Mega Rand from time to time, but Mega Rand and DJ Cutman and Game Chops work together often, which is why when Final Fantasy 16 comes, we will be playing a Final Fantasy. Any of the Final Fantasy games come this year. It will be laced with Final Fantasy theme music from Game Chops and Mega Rand from there. So there's the connection. We, you know, it's a Philly thing. <laughs> it's all connected there. So my last thank you is to all of you. All of you who downloaded our shows, all of you who have enjoyed our shows and maybe even recommended somebody to check us out and you, those who are following this show constantly, thank you because as of right now, we hit our record number of 60,000. So I, even if you're just now hearing this at a later time, we're just, we've hit our, you know, milestone record of 60,000 and we're, it's not stopping anytime soon. Please keep us growing, keep us going, um, keep supporting us, keep supporting this show. Um, I do it for the love. I don't do it for any other financial accolades or whatever like that. This is purely for my love of our favorite fandoms. And I am so grateful to be able to do this show and these shows and interview the people that I interview and get the opportunities that I get because I really, really, truly love this. Whether I, you know, one person has listened to a thousand or more, Thank you. I just, it's awesome. It's just an awesome opportunity here. And this train is not stopping anytime soon. So let's get to the news of the week because there is some craziness going on, including today. So we're going to get down to it, but let's first talk about the unfortunate news that we got from Blizzard Entertainment. Blizzard officially announced that they are discontinuing plans to develop the much anticipated PVE hero mode. However, the company did assure fans that there will still be some focus on some form of P, uh, PVE down the line. Now, for those who don't know what PVE is, which I hate the term, it's it, it's uh, I believe it's player versus enemy or player versus something to that nature. But it, it all just means it's like a single player experience. They just use the term. It's like when people say nfts but in, in, in reality it's just another way of saying jpeg it's a flashier way of saying jpeg so you know it's it's like that it's just it's a single player you know ai you know done you know deal where it's just supposed to be a story driven type of deal where they introduce a new character every single time i think the idea was for the hero mode to focus on one particular character at a time almost in a sense the same way that uh, Marvel Avengers did that Crystal Dynamics were aiming to do with the characters that they were coming out with. They did one for, um, you know, they did one for Black Panther. They did one for uh, Spider-Man and um, the Mighty uh, Thor and um, the Winter Soldier. They did, you know, short ones for them and then a big one for Black Panther. I'm, I'm really glad that they did the big one for Black Panther. But, you know, we were ho hoping for to get... Um, you know, the Captain Marvel one that didn't happen, unfortunately, which is sad. It really sucks. Um, but it is what it is. However, the company, you know, did say that we were still going to have PVE. So maybe it was just a matter of 
them just thinking about the long term of it and just say we can't do it it's too much work to do that and i can see that i can see that as a possibility they did you know guarantee it pve but you know overwatch's content roadmap and executive producer jared noise if i'm saying that right or news if i'm pronouncing that right discussed this on twitch explaining that the development on uh, the pve experience has uh hasn't really made any progress that we hope now when he said that to me i'm wondering like are they just focusing on pve or are they were they trying to lace in some way to profit more from the pve experience I, I give you an example because this was happening this is part of the problem with the live service thing that people are starting to be more you know aware of I believe Marvel Avengers were trying to do the same thing in the sense of like just trying to make sure that they profit on whatever they do so trying to do it in a way that they that we would enjoy it but also they would still profit at a lot of money now do you guys remember Marvel Avengers we discovered that like you know we end up you know if we kept going with that game we'll end up paying like three thousand for that game if we were to buy every single cosmetic and every you know added additional thing to it so i you know these are the things that we need to be more aware of what these things are doing this is also the reason why wb games and rocksteady decided to um you know delay uh justice league you know uh suicide squad killed the justice league again because I think that's what they were planning to do that's what they were trying to do and the fans caught wind of it and they weren't having it so we wanted we want an offline experience i hope that they honor that because that's the only way we're going to play this game there's no way they're, they're going to turn a, a, a game franchise like you know the arkham series into some cheap live service money draining game okay look what okay we'll get to that in a minute but this proves my point you got games like I'll, I'll you know what i'll talk about that when in, in the next few seconds because it's gonna connect together but let's continue with this he goes on to say that the team created a bunch of amazing content so there's awesome missions that are really exciting including brand new enemies that they claim were fun to fight as well as some over-the-top hero talents the hero talents i believe was like the moves that involved like double teaming power moves or whatnot that they were supposed to be a part of the lore of the hero mode unfortunately the efforts required to pull all of that together into blizzard into a blizzard quality experience that we can ship to you which is huge overwatch's overwatch 2 pve was to be the biggest attraction of the sequel and without it it's just an extension of the first game at this point you know there's nothing really i mean all they did was it, we didn't even get, get a different you know a different game what they did was just revamped the original game that we already had and you just re-downloaded the game and then you saw a new graphic on on the app that said overwatch 2 it had the overwatch 2 logo on there it didn't really much change aside from that there was no graphical upgrade or anything like that it was just that was it um and then they added the new characters into it i'm still I, i'm not i look i enjoy oh i enjoyed the overwatch when i played it the first time but i i was disconnected with it because i am a story driven gamer and all of the story it this was the 
really interesting, intriguing, you know, I, dare I say innovative way to do this. All of the story was put into many stories that you could watch online, which was okay and awesome, but I'd rather have that in the game itself so we can enjoy the experience and be more immersed into these characters. But they wanted to do this live service thing and this multimedia online, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, experience and you know you know people dug it at first but like this is years years later and things change you know dramatically in the gaming you know community and we don't you know people don't prefer that anymore and people are starting to be more aware and conscious which is great not as many people as i would like but more and more people are starting to be more conscious as to how much they're spending on live service games you know when you really look at how much you spent on the cosmetics aspect and all that stuff and ask yourself do you really need it or could you invest that game on another game or even a game console at best you know all the money it's funny because you got people who say who spent a lot of money on these bundle packs and everything which can, which can amount to the same amount as a video and a whole new video game or even a game console depending on how much you buy and then he's like, did you ever get a Nintendo Switch? Like, no, nah, I want to, but I can't afford it. But you're playing Overwatch and you're spending all this money. <laughs> you could afford that a long time ago, dude. So, um, you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's it's one of those things that it, it just, it, it really kills me when, when we do that. But you got this game that is supposed to be a sequel. It has the newer characters, which you could have been playing on the old version anyway. If you still like to play the original Overwatch, which the original Overwatch was going to have, you know, its own maps and all that stuff. That's what they said. It was supposed to have its own maps and everything, but you were still going to be able to play the original. they like the brand new characters in the original Overwatch. It was supposed to be the way they described it. It was supposed to be two separate games, but they were going to add the newer characters into the old game. In fact, all it is, is just, it's the same game, just with the new characters in there. So like, it's really not, there's no separate entities towards this. And then on top of that is like the PVE mode is supposed to be the, what makes this different from the, from the original. It's the reason why a lot of people, myself included, we're going to be like, we're going to want to play this because we wanted to play that single player experience. And I don't understand why they just said single player experience. I mean, part of it is like, yes, it is a PVE mode, but you will be able to play with multiple people during the mode and the story is going to progress, you know, to that nature. I think it just seems like they were trying to do too much instead of just, you don't have to go so extra with the development. Like I, I would have been happy if they would have just made a single player experience or a multiplayer offline co-op experience if you want to get through and just play it that way. You don't have to, I get the idea you so all want people to play multiplayer games. Make this game for everybody. Make it for those who want to enjoy the characters, who want to enjoy the story, and want to enjoy the experience of that there. Make it also for those people who want to be e-sport guys and all the stuff. It, it, you, I hate when, these companies kind of single people out because why you got these great looking characters. You got these awesome actors that are voicing behind these characters like Charlotte Chung and Fred Tattashore, you know, shout out to them. And I think it's just a waste of talent and opportunity when you just make it for a core niche group, when you have a product that 
I think everybody would enjoy. And that PVE mode was supposed to be the answer to that. Now, while this announcement was made, the official Overwatch account on Twitter spoke of some story-driven PVE along with new heroes, new maps, and more coming soon in season six. Uh, the announcement has left fans upset and disappointed while in with less with I've, I've read some of these comments and they're like, you know, we couldn't trust you before. And now you're giving us more reason not to trust you. You know, that's pretty much the, the zeitgeist going on around and the feeling that a lot of fans have had right now, you know, so people are losing faith in the company right now. It's, it's pretty sad. This is a, it's kind of a, you know, downfall for, for the overwatch, uh, franchise right now, the PVE story mode will have to, uh, pay off big, uh, you know, in, in order for blizzard to gain any momentum back. Like if you're doing a story mode, this has to be a very lengthy story mode. If it's not, I don't know, man, this might be the, this might be the final days of overwatch. Like there are other games out right now. There are other really awesome games out right now. And it seems like single player experiences is, you know, really showing it's the more dominant way that people want to enjoy and play. So give you a heads up on what's going to come with the uh, season here. Season five is going to be a limited time event called question uh, quest watch uh, mischief and magic. That's a whole other thing right there. Cinematic reveal, whatever that is. And summer games that is all coming soon uh creators workshop mode also will play a factor in five uh 5v5 mini comp uh season on fire returns for those who know what the hell that is and season six is where we're gonna where uh people are gonna pay attention to season six consists of the story mode that they mentioned which is a pve experience uh apparently new support hero which is a new additional thing flashpoint and hero mastery so all of that's coming on as well as firing range uh player progression system and overwatch anniversary and more now we don't know when exactly season six will come that's the thing is it still coming within this year that's the thing um and then when it comes again how long is this story mode is this going to be lengthy enough for to make fans happy um i'm i i love the overwatch story I love the characters of these stories. I've really got into it. I just, the gameplay, it, this is the game. You talk about it when, when I was trying to try to, uh, to get into first person shooter games, I was trying Overwatch to be the one that really links me in and locks me in. It really wasn't because there wasn't much for me to link onto. I didn't like to play online because if you play online, you're playing, even if you play with somebody of the level, here's the, here's the problem. When you play against others online, and no offense to those it's such a jerky experience for those who are just coming into it and you know a person like this is not a game that i would recommend if you want to get into first person shooters this is not the game i would recommend i i will tell you there's a bunch of games that i would recommend that you get into that will kind of ease you into the experience but you go into overwatch and it's just crazy like first of all everybody's jumping everywhere because they don't want to get hit by anybody so it takes it took me out of the experience already by like why are people jumping so much and then i get blasted and i'm like this okay this is the uh this is the esport aspect of the game this is how they play in esports style and i'm like i'm good i am so good with this it's, it's really it's cornball to me i like to have a dramatic experience going in like when i play ghostwire tokyo oh that was awesome 
that was awesome when i played cyberpunk 2077 uh, amazing game amazing game when it was all put together um there were some other games first person shooter games that i played as well samurai warrior 3 was also a fun you know experience like those games are like games that i would recommend people to start off when you play first person shooter games because they ease you in it's the difficulty levels is steady and and it's great and you don't have to stress out <laughs> and then there's on top of that like the only offline type of mode that you could play or you know single player game is the training mode and all stuff and that just gets stale after a while it's just not a it's not a great you know game that it ease you into the experience you can't get into this game unless you're already a hardcore fps game and they need something that will bring everybody in if you want more people to get into this ease them in with that man so we'll see what happens with there but we'll keep watching i've really had high hopes for this and i really was looking forward to this so hopefully at least the story mode will be great and it'll be replayable because i some companies have tried to make a story mode that you can only play once i do not understand the strategy there that is the dumbest strategy ever you know so let's see where blizzard entertainment do because they have not had, had they've not had any good news coming for a while with them so we'll see let's talk about who has been having good news and who brought in some phenomenal news in 2023 the year of the fighting game is coming back strong and just about two weeks from now we will be playing the return of street fighter 6 and i know in my last episode i said that <laughs> street fighter 6 is no doubt going to be the game of the year i bite my tongue now i eat crow hell i eat mud in this case because netherrealm just stepped in with a new trailer for mortal kombat 1 and yes i said mortal kombat 1 if you have not seen this trailer yet my god you need to go up back out and see this trailer this trailer was phenomenal the story takes place after the events of mortal kombat 11 where fire god Liu kang gives birth to a new world as we know it giving them the chosen the choice uh, the chosen ones given the chosen ones i should say a chance to fight with or against their rivals to decide the fate of the world and time itself this game is set to arrive this year not only this year we got a release date of september 19th and will be available on all new gen consoles including the nintendo switch i am i cannot be happy about happier about this september 19th right before i go to new york comic-con I'm going to love playing this game when I'm over there in New York. So this is awesome. Netherrealm does not disappoint. And if you pre-order, which as of today, I believe available today, uh, maybe as you're listening to this, it should be available now. But if you're not, this is like early Friday morning right now. I would say nine o'clock as I'm, you know, doing this probably by like around noon. The pre-orders will be available. Hopefully the digital pre-orders will be available because I'm immediately getting it for the Switch and the PlayStation 5. I cannot freaking wait. And like I had, <laughs> there was some, there was a hater in the ACMG Facebook group <laughs> recently because he went off. And the fact, I, I think the reason being, and here's the thing, this is stupid to be bitter about this. Okay. It's really stupid to be bitter about these games going into the new gen consoles because here's the reason 
it's inevitable that these games are going to eventually move on that the playstation 4 and the xbox one is going to say bye it, we how many times have you seen it before like why are you getting why are you bitching and moaning about something that is constantly happening that is inevitable it just comes down to the point that you just need to upgrade your console because these games aren't going to last for long on these older consoles i had to change every one of my consoles every time and i had no problem with it because it is inevitable yes i get it you may not be able to get it right now not everybody get is able to get their um, systems right now but when you get it trust me it'll be worth it you don't have to be the first one or whatever like that as long as you get it you'll still have the same experience as everybody else so don't be bitter and resentful it's that's the problem we got too many people are just bitter and resentful over 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 other people that are able to do it whatever reason the other person was able to do it that's on them but make it yourself if you really wanted that bad find a way to get it that bad and i mean not by any means necessary like don't rob anybody don't try to steal or whatever like that don't do any just don't anything don't do anything stupid to get it earn your way to do it like i remember when i first got my the very first playstation i worked at a job what i did to make sure that i got it and i know a few people have done this too i bought a game without the console because that was to be my mindset it, it helped with my mindset to say okay i just brought a game but i don't have a console now i actually have to get the console so i you know worked and you know got paid until i can afford to get a for playstation one that game but mind you was street fighter alpha <laughs> okay um i really wanted to play that badly and that was the game that I, you know, I was like, I really want to play this. I want to play this at home. I don't want to play this in arcade anymore. I want this in a, in a sanctity of my home on my couch and enjoy this. And eventually I did. So, you know, just be patient. Eventually you will be able to get one of these consoles. It's going to happen. Yeah, you know, don't be so childish about it. Just it, it is what it is. It's going to happen. Don't worry. But eventually these games have to they just have to go these these game consoles have to go we got to move on to the new game consoles and now is the time and remember the playstation 5 and the xbox series x and s have been out now for three years that is more than enough time to transition everything in you can't you knew this was going to happen so why are you making a big deal out of it and why are you getting mad that nintendo switch is getting well nintendo switch is a new game it's a new gen game it can't afford to have these and people want their games on the go and he was this person was really bitter and he said basically that like you know why does you know nintendo switch get it he was just really like butthurt about it but nintendo switch is a successful console they're about to have a game that is about to, that is not only uh, pretty much outsold a lot of games within a short amount of time but it's also aiming to be the game of the year this is the Obadiah Stane uh, scene on Iron Man where he's getting mad at the scientists because Tony Stark made a game out of scraps. You know why? Because Tony Stark knows how to make a good quality damn robe, uh, a suit, just like Nintendo knows how to make a good quality game without even having to make it the most powerful thing in the world. Nintendo is the arc reactor. And it's been the arc reactor for 130 years over 130 years actually probably 136 going on seven sorry <laughs> what is there to say about that pre-orders 
will be available today, which includes multiple packages, such as the standard edition, which will just have the full game. Uh, there will be the premium edition, which I think I'll be the I'll be getting that one. Uh, it will include the early access, a week early access, mind you, a week. We normally get it like a three days. We're getting it a week early. You damn right I'm getting this. <laughs> the premium edition for a week. Are you fucking? <laughs> Oops, excuse me. I almost, I almost went off there. Are you kidding me? Hell yes, I am getting this game uh, a week. So uh, there's also uh, early access to DLC characters that will be announced one to Shang soon once you get to pre-order. But I think more to become more to come. And we also don't know the surprise guest DLC that will be coming on this version too. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. They have never disappointed with those uh, deals too. Um, combat pack whatever that is is going to be a part of that and yeah that's it for the premium edition now if you get the collector's edition that comes with a little bit more it's including a Liu Kang statue exclusive still case limited edition uh corpse art points or court yeah that's corpse art points uh and exclusive limited edition Liu Kang in-game color variant so you get that I'm just happy I'm excited that you're going to be able to play as Fire God Liu Kang this time because that was one of the biggest issues that people, well, which wasn't really an issue, but people were dying to play as Fire God Liu Kang because it was like, there was just, he was the baddest character in ever in Mortal Kombat history, in my opinion. And you couldn't play him unless you played the PC version, which you can kind of, you know, mod and mimic the, uh, and gimmick the whole entire thing to be able to play him. Otherwise, you couldn't play them, but you could wear the cosmetics of it, too. Again, this is a game that I love because they don't try to overwhelm you with all this DLC like that. The DLC that they have, I think, is more than worth it because when they get the characters for the game, like I, I mentioned this before, when you when you buy DLC from Mortal Kombat, you're getting the characters, but the characters are automatically immersed into the series. They got their own stories and endings that comes with it. So it's not like you're just getting characters like how Bandai Namco did it. I think I hope they don't do it with do that do what they did with Tekken 7 and Tekken 8. Because that was lame. If you're gonna have a DLC character, make sure that they connect somehow to the universe. Take notes from what Netherrealm has done and just go with it. Trust me, it makes the experience much better. I don't like to play Geese Howard. And I'm like, what is the affiliation with this game? Why is there no cutscene for the game? Why you know you're just playing them? There's no like when when akuma was connected to the series to the actual story it made it it made it made for an awesome awesome experience in playing that single player mode when you got noctis and you got who else was in that game um there was somebody else no not heihachi it was heihachi's automatically in there you had geese howard you had akuma and then you had a you know heihachi in there so like you got all three the three pillars of fighting games <laughs> here pretty much and the sets coming together along with negan from the walking dead and you know some other characters that just like they were just oddballing it and it, it wasn't done you know correctly so i mean it was just you know go with the flow with that so but i'm looking forward to this so God, in the same year we're getting a new street fighter game and a new mortal Kombat game this is like the 90s all over again <laughs> okay but better I'm so looking forward to this. Uh, I can't wait. This is just going to be fantastic. And for the first time in years, the fighting game category is going to have some worthy 
contenders for fighting game of the year. If Tekken 8 was available now, oh, this would be so awesome. Okay, just incredible. So I can't wait. It's been a long time since Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter have gone neck and neck with each other, but this is gonna be here to do it. This is gonna be a very exciting year. I don't see any other fighting game that is gonna be able to compete with these two. I know NetherRealm is gonna bring it. It looks fantastic already in, oh, jeez. They're gonna bring it, I can't wait. Speaking of Street Fighter Six, as of today, this is the 19th, the open beta is available right now. For those who have the open beta right now, just redownload it. So I'm gonna go back in when this is over. Um, you got eight new characters to play uh, with in various ways to play online. So, you know, get at it, enjoy it while it lasts because you got until the 21st and then it's just countdown to June 2nd, which is literally just two weeks away. It's just so much going on. We got in Philly, we got fan expo that's happening and it's gonna be explosive. So many people, by the way, Steve, Steve Burton, uh, the original voice of Cloud Strife uh, from Avent Ch uh, Children is gonna is, uh, been announced to coming to uh, Fan Expo Philly too, so I can't wait for that. That'll be awesome. And we got that um, Spider Man, the, the new Spider Man movies coming. I always forget the title of the new Spider um, Verse movie, but that's coming out as well. I mean, it's just so much going on, man. It's just it's gonna be crazy that this whole entire week. I'm, I'm I will tell you this in July. I'm taking a break. So this show will be on hiatus for a week. Maybe I'll upload a, uh, an, a previous interview episode or whatever, but man, it's dude, it is, it is, uh, I'm going to need to take a break as my therapist, as my therapist recommends. So we got that there. So, all right. Last thing I'm going to talk about is a, is pretty much a segue to our final stage. And that is tears of the kingdom. Nintendo announced that Tears of the Kingdom sold 10 million copies in just three days of the launch. I got people who don't understand why these games do what they do. In particular, one that actually worked at GameStop, believe it or not, which is why it's like, yeah, working at GameStop doesn't make you a expert in games. It makes you a professional at a retail store. That is it. As somebody who worked for a retail store, I can tell you that's all it does. It does not like, okay. In that case, I'm a, I'm an expert at milk because I worked at CVS for like two years. So I know how I, I, you know, ordered, I ordered all the drinks and, 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 and beverages and all that. I don't know how they make the milk. I just know that I can get it. I know when it comes, I know that's all I know is I know the retail aspect of that. That doesn't, working at GameStop, working at a comic book shop does not make you an expert in any of those things. It makes you, it makes you show that you love what you do. So you wanna be in that experience. Um, I worked at an art store. Well, I am an artist too. I mean, that's a whole nother thing, but still, you know, you can work at an art store and not be an artist, <laughs> okay? Um, just like you could work at a game store and not be a game, you know, game developer or an engineer or whatever, like it doesn't automatically give you the badge of honor of that industry. It doesn't. So when you don't understand why games like God of War Ragnarok gets as much praise as it does, or gets much hype as it does, or games like uh, Tears of the Kingdom, you can't say that you understand how this works and how the industry works. 
because especially when you're talking from a promotional standpoint and a marketing standpoint, you just, you, you gotta, you gotta educate just a little bit more on that. Because if you do, then you understand why this has, I, people who are in the know knew that this was going to happen. This is one of the games that you stay clear where from whenever release date comes. You, if you're a game developer, you do not release your game on the same day as a game of this caliber because you're not getting paid that day. You're not getting any inkling of money that day because this game is taking 10 million copies in three days. And, and that's just 10 million copies in three days. That's still, it's not to say that's still making money now. Okay. It's the same thing that happened when Super Mario Brothers, you know, um, the movie came out or it was, we knew that was coming. You knew this, this movie was going to blow up and it made billions. Okay. So Nintendo, 130 years. You know what the hell they're doing, man. You know, the, the bitter dude on ACMG, he, he, he tried to label me and say like, am I getting paid by Nintendo? No, no, I'm paying Nintendo because I know quality when I see it. I understand quality. I know I, I'm at like that. And it, like, who knows? This, this dude probably owns an Xbox or a, or a PC. Who knows? I can understand why he'd be bitter right now. Honestly, man, it is, um, it's just an amazing thing. You know, this is officially the fastest selling title of any Zelda game, including Breath of the Wild. And it's, but I would say it's because of Breath of the Wild, which is why this is done because Breath of the Wild was so damn great that you had no doubts that you were going to get this game and you were going to feel the way that you did once you get it. So people bought it. Nintendo also revealed the Zelda series overall has sold over 130 million copies, which is very complimentary to the years of, that the company has been around in a way. As of March of this year, Vice President of Sales, Marketing and Communication, Devin Pritchard said the following. Many players are returning to Hyrule with all new mysteries and possibilities. And with this record, with the record breaking launch of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for Nintendo Switch. We can't wait to see what they'll create in the game and the stories they'll see next. And that is the key to this game. And when we talk about that in our final stage, we'll talk about what he meant and why he said that. But I will say this too. We talk about <clears throat> the fact that how much money this made. This is one game on one platform that made this much not on three platforms on one platform that made this much so when you hear when you hear phil spencer talk about the fact that he if you guys remember when we talked about that last week the one thing i didn't agree with on phil spencer is when he said it's a it's impossible to think or or is it possible to believe that you come out with this one game and it's going to change the dynamic of, of the gaming situation right now. I disagree. If they were to develop an awesome game that is, that is a must play game, they will bring everybody to the yard. Just have it. That's just fact. You know, we look at Zelda again, a game that's on their only platform. We look at God of War Ragnarok or even any God of War game for that matter. 
always brings in a ton of cash. That's imp I, I just I can't seem to understand why he thinks that way. That's possibly that defeated mindset and attitude is possibly the reason why they could have actually are in a situation that they're in now because it's not about the hardware. The hardware is there's the question is not regarding the Xbox's hardware. It's regarding the games that comes with it. And it just doesn't have it. Zelda is just killed that whole entire theory because of it, you know? So I'm when I hear stuff like that, it, it just amazes me. It just it boggles me. So and like to those doubters, it's like I, I think it's more it's not of them doubting or being contrarian. It's a matter of just I actually I think it's really code or is code for i actually want it but i can't get it right now so i'm just gonna sabotage my thoughts on it and bash it it is what it is so i mean it is well congratulations to nintendo and i'll tell you why i'm congratulating them as we end this segment to go into our final stage and we will do that with the review of legend of zelda tears of the kingdom right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! have reached the final stage of this program and i'm happily here to review what could be the game of the year by way of legend of zelda tears of the kingdom this game has been highly anticipated we just talked about in the last segment how it just broke records on its own games the highest sold game ever in the zelda franchise and again you guys gotta remember just last year the 2022 game awards this game was voted most anticipated game for a reason and now it really meant out of, almost out of everything that was that, that won an award in the game awards this was the most prominent probably because it really met up to expectations in terms of people really are anticipating it and we now see how much they anticipate it it's not like you know they had the fighting game category in in, in multiverse one it was it was like bs like that this was legit this is one of those legit things that happened at the game awards this uh last year so Man, uh, this game is freaking phenomenal. Like, ah, uh, I gotta tell you. And also, now that I think about it, I have to post up the, uh, I gotta go into the, so I posted something asking people on the ACMG Facebook group regarding, and I gotta find, here we go. Asking them, uh, you know, one word, to describe your experience with it. And I'll give that in a second, but 
let's talk about this game we're going to be reviewing this game of course based on the categories that i have for my grading system which is based on originality graphics sound and music gameplay fun factor replay value actor performances story grade and just overall experience just love it so let's talk about this game we talked about the story briefly last time because i played the first hour of the game if you didn't hear that basically zelda and link i believe goes into this they go into this cave they're looking for information on the demon king and and you know secrets of the past they come across this mummified demon who suddenly takes link's arm and also separates her, him from zelda zelda now disappeared they're trying to search for zelda right now in the midst of this zelda loses her arm but gains a new kind of demon-like arm that he now has the ability to use it to have different abilities now he is now on in search for zelda in various parts of hyrule in the, in the land and this is where you love the as this aspect of hyrule you're traversing through a bunch of different areas different worlds and search of zelda and the demon king and all these enemies are coming in between meanwhile the skylands are basically polluting the world anything that's happening in the sky is polluting certain parts of the uh regions that we're in, that we have come across in uh in previous breath of the wild stories so it's up to link to go into these different territories and help them once again to purify those areas and face the source of what's happening while also trying to look for zelda that's pretty much the gist of the story as uh as we know it here so there's a lot of things that is familiar with Breath of the Wild and here, of course, the exploring open world experience, which is now expanded because you're not just exploring. This is bigger. This is so much bigger than the original uh, Breath of the Wild, because not only are you exploring the land and the sea and it's just open world consistently. You're also now going into the sky and there are platforms in the sky as well there are castles and areas in the skies that you're going to explore and dungeons that you're going to explore in the sky and it's going to allow you to go down and, and just skydive <laughs> into the world and you talk about enjoyment of travel and traverse before it's even better now because you're just free falling it all the way down to a certain spot till you just start to glide down it's even more peaceful before and now there's just so many ways to do it it's just amazing so i mean what i love about this game and something that we did before is like everybody who plays this game every 10 million or more that is playing this game is not playing the game the same like i'm playing this game absolutely different from other people i've looked on youtube clips of other people where they've gotten so many items already like really treasured items already they got the hyrule uh helian sword i mean um shield already and they only got like four hearts meanwhile they have you know chargers and it already set it um and their stamina is already killed like my experience is way different from other people because i decided to just get to the meat and the potatoes of it and just fight all these boss modes these boss uh fights already and all i gotta do now is fight ganon but before i do that now i'm gonna go back into the side missions and start building myself up i think i, I when i thought about it that's exactly that was my exact strategy from breath of the wild whereas i went in 
and faced all of the uh, castle enemies and got through those and got out of the way. And then I just went back and went into the side mission. So now I'm doing a bunch of filler episodes right now before I get to the main, you know, the main uh, story once again. But I'm not going in there until I get the the master sword or the uh, shield. So, um, you know, that's me right now. And I want to build up and I want to get more clothes and, and, and find more items and everything while I do it. So I love that part. The originality comes in the form of the new things that you can do in this game. Like you got the Breath of the Wild aspect of it, but they added so much more that it definitely differentiates itself from the experience that you had before in such a different way. It's so much more expanded this time around. The way you explore is just, it, it's just incredible. And then on top of that, you get to create a lot of different things now to help you get across the board. Like you, part of your powers is that you're able to use telekinetic abilities to connect objects together to form you know boats cars vehicles and whatnot and you know you also have the energy using this belt strap in order to do it so i mean it, there's just some amazing things that'll keep you in this game for hours i mean longer than the hours of this game you know permits like this is not a i would dare say you could probably beat this game in a week if you really wanted to if you're really hardcore like that you could probably beat this game in a week if you really want to just complete the entire game get every single item and everything it's probably going to take a course of two weeks at best to get uh, to get i don't know if there's a completionist out there that has you know gotten everything and i don't know i haven't looked to see how long it is i just know i won't be in any completing this game in one in 100 anytime soon i just won't but you got new abilities here um thanks to your new arm ability that has been given to you by this person who is guiding you to uh search for zelda out here so and because you would be an amputee if not because they took your arm so you got a bunch of new abilities since like uh ultra hand which is the levitating the uh, telekinetic levitating ability you could just grab objects connect them together and just move them to certain uh areas you know and it helped that plays a part into the puzzle aspect of this game when you go into the shrines or whatever like that and of course yes the shrines are back and they're as puzzling as ever some of them you can this game when it comes to that and i'm not going off rails here when it comes to those puzzles i love it because this is a this is not only a fun game but this is a thinking person's game this is a game where you have to use your head there's some things that you will be able to get sometimes you may need a little bit of help so you may want to go into youtube and see who figured it out um but this is a like you need to have some form of iq in order to play this game man because some of those puzzles are awesome to very to really i won't say very challenging but you may be there for a minute until you really figure out what's going on if you don't go on youtube and see how somebody did it which i will say this thank you to every one of those gamers those hardcore gamers who went out of their way to go on youtube and put out there to look out for the community because it it helps with the fun of the game so any views that you get you are definitely deserving of those views so you know kudos to all of you for doing that it just it helps the community and it, it makes the experience a lot more fun by sharing and helping because that's what they're doing yeah they're getting a lot of views and they're getting a lot of you know likes for it because they earned it for this they damn sure earned it they're not doing anything stupid they're not thirst trapping they're actually just helping the community enjoy a game that is just phenomenal so you know much respect to them so you got the overhand you got the ultra hand you got the fuse 
which is, you know, it's a uh, magically fused object that uh, links a whole bunch of weapons together. Now, I wasn't too thrilled about this particular, I thought it was kind of lame until I actually figured out what it actually does. So when you fuse your weapons together, it enhances the power of that weapon. So if something like you got a stick that's like a power, you know, point of four, but then you got something that's like, you got like a rock or boulder or whatever like that that's like 18 you could grab that fuse it together and now it's like 20 points which is a really powerful weapon that you have again these weapons are breakable so there is a method of survival in this game like you did before breath of the wild it is all about survival and perseverance in this game don't let anybody tell you otherwise you have to survive until you get the master sword and whatnot because the funny thing is, like I said in the beginning last uh, on the episode last week when I talked about the first hour, they show you how powerful you could be when you got that master sword and you have all the hearts from all the shrines and whatnot. By the way, skip all the ones where they don't where they take away all of your powers until uh, all of your weapons and accessories until you get to a certain level. You will not be able to face that game because even if you got like I got like I think ten hearts so far one strike can still take you out completely like they are not playing in this game so you got to be absolutely careful make sure you defend yourself at all costs and uh but don't go in those shrines until otherwise but you um you go in those you go in these uh deals and you go fuse yourself and it's just it, it's really useful because now you can take out enemies a lot faster because you're your uh weapon is a lot more stronger because you fuse it up you also come across items along the way that you pick up from defeating enemies and using those items will connect together and you can fuse those and it become powerful as well. So it's a great new strategy to the game. Uh, Ascend, oh, I love this because Ascend allows you to get into areas that you probably wouldn't want, that it'd be too hard to do even if you got a bunch of stamina, it'll drag, it, it just saves you the trouble. You can just easily teleport, transport right through rock, through solid matter and it'll easily get you up there no problem if you use that it rather and it's a much quicker way to do it than climbing if you have the ability or the time to do it you got to be under a really solid surface in order to do it so if there's an area where you could do it always remember that you could use the ascent uh, ability and then there's the recall the recall is basically you controlling time so every once in a while you'll see you'll see falling rocks from the sky if you see a falling rock from the sky you go on that rock, you use the recall uh, ability, and it'll rewind everything that just occurred in there. So it'll skyrocket you right back to the sky so you could go back up and, you know, free fall down to an area that you want to go to. Or when you're in a shrine, you can use that technique or in, a, or in a dungeon. You can use that technique to reverse a situation to help you solve a puzzle. It's all a part of the deal. It's really well done. I These abilities I so much enjoy here. Um, when we talk about, we talked about originality here. We talked about, um, graphics, graphics. Oh my God. This game is just visually, visually unbelievable. <laughs> Again, I can hear Obadiah Stane on Iron Man one talking to the people at Xbox and PlayStation for that matter, talking about how did this game beat the powerhouses that we have? We got some extremely powerful visually stunning games and this game is set to beat all of them 
and is it, it on a on a game console that doesn't even amount to the power of those two how does that happen they made they made a powerful system out of scraps <laughs> basically so you know i mean it, it's 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 really it's incredible how they how they do it man they they truly did create the arc reactor with the nintendo switch here so graphics is just absolutely stunning if you watched it before that's that beautifully cel-shaded art style um you look at the blades of grass in there it's just the attention to detail looking at the grades of blast if the grades it I'm, I'm i'm mumbling my mouth here if the blades of grass is really high and you cut it you'll see it cut if you see him coming out of water diving in the water and coming out you'll see him dripping wet um just that those attention to detail type of matter thing matters like when he heats up he he turns red you know those, those little things really matter it is such an awesome thing like why you don't see things like this in other like in the big two it's amazing i don't understand nintendo just seems to focus on detail they are true artists of this game and if they're paying me man please if, if nintendo's paying me to say this please i will not have a student loan trust me i still have a student loan so there you go um sound and music is just what you expect is it's it's nintendo it's it's you know we talk about lucas art with um lucas films with you know the danny elfman's type of style this is very danny elfman style you know music orchestrated music and whatever like that it just flows right into the experience and it's very tranquil and pleasing i think that helps even on end even when you play some of the most frustrating parts of the game or them i wouldn't say i wouldn't say frustrating but the most challenging parts of the game it i think it really helps out when you're playing that music and you're just listening to music and music helps you get through it's not annoying it just it's mellow it's beautiful it's it's um it's very moving because i've had some challenging boss fights before and i had to once i you know i never really got extremely frustrated partly because the music kind of flowed through and it helped out and it helped just like all right i you know i keep messing up i gotta get to it i eventually gonna beat him and eventually i do so music i think plays a big part in your experience in this game and they did it tenfold gameplay it plays exactly like the first game feels a little bit more smoother this time around uh i would wish you could control you can configure the uh buttons because I, I still hitting the x button as which is like the top button for the switch as the jump button it just feels weird to me but everything else is fine the run button is okay and everything but then again like yeah the run button being you know at the bottom it does make sense and you don't necessarily jump that much or need to jump that much so it's not the biggest deal break in the world but other everything else that you know the gameplay is a lot of fun it feels balanced it feels you know much smoother than it did before and especially when you finally get the master sword and everything that goes with it it's going to be a lot of fun you know so the fun factor i would say it, it, it ranges it's really the fun factor is really good but it does range based on how you play the game so if you play the game right you can have a lot of fun with this game if you play the game differently you may hit an obstacle or two that doesn't seem like it's going to be all that fun at first but it does get better um so it, it's i i do like the fun factor but it's it, because 
everybody has a different experience. It may vary depending on the person and the, their choice of how they pursue the experience. So, but overall, everybody is not complaining about it, but everybody's having their own stories to tell of how they experience certain things in here. So replay value, I would say is better than Breath of the Wild. And I'll say this for this reason, Breath of the Wild, why I love that game. I seldomly try not to play that game because it's like you can't replay the story of the game. You just got to keep going. Whereas here, they did something a little different here. You have your normal cutscenes to the game, but they also have they I think something that they took from Hyrule Warriors is the ability because Hyrule Warriors gives you the ability to replay stories and replay experiences again. They kind of took from that here where you can replay some of the tiers of the game. So again, when you're going, part of your journey is to go out to these geoglyphs and find each tier. Each tier represents a memory in the past that leads up to where Zelda is or what happened during the process of um, Zelda being missing and, and what happened to, during these certain situations. So there are a, over a dozen of these short clips and they kind of tell the story of what's going on. So when the game is over, cause I don't pretty sure that this game does not have new game plus you're able to replay the game. I mean, you were able to replay the cutscenes over again. So that is a major plus for me in, in terms of that. Um, it, cause it really did help me. And let, let me just make sure here. Uh, um yeah because it i mean the game does not have new game plus alone so this really helps the idea of like you just replaying the experience and still being able to play the game and enjoy the game at will and as always when the last game save that you have in the game it always saves at the last boss fight of ganon so you can always go back and replay the ganon mode but you don't necessarily play every other boss mode from that point from there so um but i would highly recommend people to get as many hearts get your stamina up get your uh your charges up as much as possible because by the time you get to get it i think it'll be a much easier experience for you to do it that way than to just unless you're one of those hardcore you know speed runners that'll go through the game and, and not and have the ability to not be touched at all you know shout out to you out there but I, that ain't me so go out there enjoy the experience of the game check out all the you know the story ends of the game the side missions the special event uh, ventures or whatnot you're going to enjoy the game immensely this is just a lot of fun so overall man let's go down with the score i gave this game it shouldn't be you know any people don't need a crystal ball to predict the obvious what this is gonna that this game is gonna get it uh, you know uh originality gets 100 because they gave you which you loved about breath of the wild but expanded on it so definitely kept the originality there uh overall graphics 100 no doubt that art style that you don't see anywhere in art style actually it's an art style that since this game has come out others have tried to mimic and it doesn't pale in comparison to that sound and music we talked about that really helped out there so it gets 100 um gameplay also gets 100 there fun factor gave it a 90 because again it varies depending on the person and not everybody's going to have that same experience as the everybody else but you know i felt the fun factor if you go it a certain way 
you may have to struggle or challenge. So a 90 is, I think is appropriate for that. Um, replay value is 95 because I just mentioned the aspect of adding the replay cutscenes in there. Once you get all of the tier memories in which I highly recommend you do, because there were some really cool cutscenes in there and performances are really well done. And it's just great to hear, you know, all these performances too, and all this, you know, your favorite characters from the series. And the story is just a, is a hundred for me as well, which gives it a three, 92.5 point average and a 98.1 percent average which alludes to an a plus did you have any doubt in your mind as to where this was going as to whether this will be game of the year <laughs> it's the strongest game to get it i like we know all the games that are coming out this year and we're excited about a lot of those games when it comes to street fighter and mortal kombat they're in a fight of their own that's a whole new other arena that nobody is else is a part of that will be dealt with at another time but as far as the pinnacle of it all this game has the strongest chances and and by the way final fantasy 16 is coming out very soon along with final fantasy uh 7 rebirth this year along with spider-man 2. This is going to be the, you talk about when the game awards come and the game of year, um, deals come, it is going to be exciting. It is going to be extreme. All these games in one year, 2023 is going to be the biggest gaming year in years, bar none. So let's get ready for it. But right now, a lot of people are seeing this game at the pinnacle. Before we end this, I want to go back to our ACMG Facebook group and talk about what some people have said in regards to their experience. All right, let's start with my man, Mike Landy, who uh, I like his uh, his word. I, basically, the question here is in one word only describe your experience with Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom so far. Mike Landy hits grandiose. Well said, absolutely. Craig Holland overwhelming possibly i think this possibly may be the best wording the best word for it. it is when you first start you're just you're absolutely overwhelmed because like i said everybody has the different experiences you just cannot you're not going to have the same experience that everybody has it's not like a one map road direction that you go you're able to go anywhere you want to go anywhere and it's just fantastic uh Jen Marie, one of my favorites here. She had dazzling uh, in here, and yeah, it is that, that. There's the graphic part of it. It's, it's just absolutely stunning, and I will even say it: perseverance, because that's what it comes down to. Like you, there are times where you're gonna have to face it. I, I said survival at one point, but I think perseverance is one way that I can do because it, it, this game really does teach you how to stick to it. Um. It really, it really shows it. It really shows you how to stick to it. Oh, can I also add for any of those people who didn't get it yet or don't? I got the, I did get the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom amiibo. I finally do got a Zelda, a Zelda amiibo. It looks awesome, by by the way. Um, but I will say this is a big help in the gameplay experience as well, and the fun factor, because you know, and I gotta refill it daily. You got to consider these amiibos. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. I technically seven, but the the uh, Shovel Knight's amiibo doesn't really activate. I think it's an import. 
so it doesn't uh, when i got it, it was an imported amiibo so it doesn't work with the american version for some reason um but i got like seven amiibos with with the zelda link one included and every day you get more food and in, for any of the zelda you know uh deals you get a special item as well so it is imperative that you get these damn amiibos if you can and you got to get these amiibos quick because once they're gone they don't sell them they don't re they don't manu remanufacture these amiibos they meant for these to be collectibles so they do go up in price best believe that and this it is zelda uh tears of the kingdom one guaranteed is going to explode so i was like i, I didn't get a breath of the wild one i'm damn sure i'm not missing out on um tears of the kingdom one so i got that it's awesome go out of your way check it out but you also get different items for each amiibo that you have too so you definitely want to you know get it for that reason too but all mostly virtually all your amiibos work in the game and they provide food items for you which helps you greatly on the go it's like because once you hit a certain village or whatever like that you will be able to you will definitely be able to you know uh cook you know food more and be able to help you with survival stuff even more so it, it has helped greatly in the experience of that so go out of your way check it out and folks that will do it for this edition of select start and again thank you guys so very much because as of right now if you're probably listening to this at a later time you helped reach us 60,000 downloads thank you so much it's just been awesome please let's keep it going i want to reach 100 i want to reach more more people to list more listeners more subscribers let's keep it going let's keep this fandom going you know feel free to contact me at any time i'm on uh instagram at dexavier underscore josiah there you can check out all the content that i have there never miss a beat there you can also check me out on the acmg facebook group if you have a legit profile if you want to interact let's focus on the social part than the media part folks let's make new friends let's you know it is some really cool people in the world we just gotta be we just gotta not be afraid to reach out and you know talk to people just say hi you know be nice don't come in thinking everybody's your enemy this is social group like i hate the media part just get the media part it's a social group we need to rename that <laughs> because it's given misconceptions on what it means to connect with people so and also get rid of that whole influencer crap too but um <laughs> that's a whole other subject you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 you will be you will be filtered you will be reviewed to see if you qualify to be a part of the group uh you have to be 18 or older and you also have to have a legit account of five years or over that you actually use to interact with other people friends and family whatnot and you have to prove your fandom so go in there and enjoy it because we have a lot of great content and we have a lot of things that other groups don't have you know we we i get interviews by other people that you say exclusively there first um there's a lot of things that we do we try to get some gatherings going on we try to communicate you know, especially if you're in a philly area too so you definitely want to do that so let's let's get that going but in terms of this show this uh sunday on a sunday show fast x we're going to be reviewing that give my thoughts on the latest edition if it's going to be the second to the last or the third to the last because they're talking about the trilogy thing possibility possibilities of that so we got to talk about that and whatever news is coming up by the way the super mario brothers movie is officially available now on digital so you can get it now i checked it out yesterday still one of my favorite movies this year 
this that and tetris is one of my favorite two movies this year bar none so um go out of your way check it out and get it, it it's 30 dollars, but there it's worth it that movie was awesome go out of your way and do it so um yeah this sunday we're gonna talk about that movie and whatever is going on in the world of our favorite fandoms as well and much more to come down the line we're counting down to the days of fan expo so once fan expo week comes i'm going to be taking a break and i'll come back to talk about my thoughts on what happened and god knows who may be on the show so we'll see that's also in works too we're trying to get things going we'll see if that you know successfully happens and whatnot but um it's going to be a lot of fun nonetheless so stay tuned for that and much much more but if you like this episode in every episode that we provide or i provide for that matter check out our official website at talktumlive.com you can check out all of our audio episodes our video exclusives all there and as well as other content and a new block entry will be coming soon in the form of a new fan based item that is coming in today i can't wait great way to commemorate the uh milestone uh episode of 60,000 so uh stay tuned for that if you're a marvel fan you really might want to check this out too so uh i'll be adding that to the blog page as well soon um so you can check out the blog page for all types of items and content and experiences that i've had some interviews as well as on air too um especially interviews with people that couldn't do it audio because they didn't know how to speak english so they were able to do it that way we've written it in so very interesting exclusive interviews from that and then also um we also have the media page as well, where I did panels for Repop, uh, which by the way, I will be returning to New York Comic Con this year. So I can't wait for that too. So stay tuned for that much, much more. It's just, it's gonna be a crazy, crazy, crazy year. <laughs> as always it is. When is it not a crazy year for Talk Time Live? So folks, that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things, anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out there. Take care and we will talk on Sunday. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.